Alrighty guys, I've got myself a new mic here. Just trying to clip it on my shirt so it logical sense. Um alright, so I think this mic is gonna be good for me. Um let me clip it so that I can take it off if I need to. Alright. Um hope you can hear me fine. Let's see. I put it closer. It's hard to find the angle. I think that's going to be a close enough angle. Alright. I gotta find my directions before I start driving because I don't know where the heck I am. Then we shall get rolling. Gotta get my C4. Alright, I don't think I really need C4 because I'm sweating. I'm sweating like a pig. I'm chevetting. Chevetting, guys. Chevetting. <clears throat> <clears throat> Alright, so. You know what? I probably shouldn't be eating a perfect bar before I before I talk. Sorry about this, guys. I got like a couple calories in me. Um, before I start my drive. Okay. We are just about to rock and roll. Mm, you know what? I can just clip this on the side of the. Is it gonna stay? Clip it on the side of the seat belt here. No, I think I think I like my shirt. I think I like my shirt better. Clip it on the side of my shirt. I think you guys can hear me. All right, so. I was trying to take me to San Diego. So I'm about to back out. Spot. Make a U turn, then turn right. Alright, alright. Turn right. In 1000 feet, turn right. Stop. Can't. 51 minutes, guys. Alright, 1000 feet. I keep seeing people go out this direction. Alright, so maybe I can just come out this way. So the map here seems to want to lead me to different paths. <laughs> um, yeah, but she did say that this arm just goes up by itself, which it did do. Now I just gotta figure out how the heck to get out of here. Tennis balls all over the place. Um, alright. Alright. Can't even tell. Alright, guys, so sorry for the lengthy 
intro that's not even relevant to what I am gonna record. Um, but people seem to like the topics about uh, Turn right onto Via Marina. about religions and you know the man-made traditions. Um, so I was following up on one of Eli Yoder's episodes. Um, I don't remember from what date, but I feel like it was like eight days ago or something from today that he had posted. Uh, I could be a little incorrect on that, but basically he posted an episode where um, he gives this explanation about um, about the the Amish, right? So he's talking about um, turn right onto Admiralty Way. I know, I know. He's talking about the Amish traditions and how they decide what goes in the ordnung. So, with the Amish religion, each group has its own ordnung. So there are groups like Beachy Amish, groups like um, let me see. Yeah, there's the Beachy, there's um, I might need to pull over actually and plug in my my phone because the battery's gonna die. I want to get my phone ready to plug in. Um, but yeah, with the Beachy Amish, they are basically um, one of the groups, you know, there's the Schwartz Intruder. Um, yeah, and Basically, all of them are uh, pretty much, they're all pretty much, um, sorry, I'm going to have to pull over and, sorry, sorry guys, I'm going to have to pull over and charge my cell phone. my phone into charge here. Uh, I miss. So, let's see. Uh, Head north toward Admiralty Way. Alright, guys. My phone just dropped to like 10%, and I'm not comfortable with that being on the road for like 50 minutes. <laughs> so, that's a little too long when I don't know my way. Um... Alright, so I don't think you guys are going to be able to hear me because um, I can't use this charger, this, uh, phone, this mic right now. I'm struggling here, you guys.
my bag dropped and a bunch of stuff fell out. I had to pull over so I can so I can unplug my my little microphone that I was just trying there. Sorry guys, this is gonna be a messy episode. I apologize about that. Um, I'm getting organized here. trying to get a few minutes of recording and I literally recorded eight minutes and got um, my phone went down from 20% to like 3% so I decided to pull over and plug in my phone because I still need my map and I have my earbuds out my earbuds from uh, uh, I've got my earbuds out so this little new microphone the brand is called Hihotic Hihotk I don't even know how to say this H-E-H-O-T-T-C Hihotk or something like that um, dude, I think I'm missing that little piece. I try to keep all the stickers and stuff because I want to try it, and it's like, dang, where's that little piece? There was a little cover for the lightning adapter part. I mean, it's got to be in the car somewhere. I'll look for it later if I can remember. You guys know how these pods go. Sometimes you're in the errand mode with me. So, dang. So, taking this thing apart, putting it away. Um, my phone's plugged in now, charging. I'm not going to be able to use this new little mic, unfortunately. So, I'm going to record as much as I can, maybe for 30, 30 minutes or so while I'm charging up the phone until I can, until I can, until I can what? Uh, I'm gonna be using this charger until I can, what was I trying to say? Yeah, until I've got enough juice, pretty much. Um, I've got almost no juice in my phone. So, just getting my earbuds ready. For Head flying. south toward Admiralty Way. I know, buddy. I know, buddy. I'm trying. I'm trying to head a direction. Alright, so I'm just going to have to record while I drive. Um... Already since parking, my my phone is charged from 3% to 21%, so that's a good sign. Um, let me see. Alright, so... Alright, so let's get back to the map. Let's see, to get out here, it took me maybe 46 ish minutes or so give or take and now to drive back it's gonna take me well from here 48 minutes but originally it was like 51 minutes so that's why I try to do little gigs early um, otherwise I'm gonna end up bit too long um I gotta do the gigs early otherwise I'll be here driving in traffic I mean can you believe it almost takes it's a little less than an hour you guys in a quarter mile turn left onto Bali way a little less than an hour to get about 13 miles <laughs> like I mean I'm driving highway one for the most part 
because I'm up in Marina Del Rey heading south. But yeah, guys, that's LA. But anyways, I apologize for the ramble. Some people say they like it, so that's why I keep it in. But I know it's like a little bit messy. Sometimes I hit record when I'm not quite ready to. Turn record. left onto Bali Way, then turn right onto California One South. Once I get to one south, I'll know where I'm at. So I just need to get to it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to turn the map off because I know where I am now. I just need to get out of this little neighborhood. Now we're ready to rock and roll. So what I was trying to say, um, I listened to Eli Yoder's episode about... I don't know the exact title, but it was about how Amish, how the Amish determine their rules. And so I guess, I guess what happened is he posted a video um, or a short or some kind of a clip that showed some of like some of the, the old schooling that he used to go to um, or one of the schools he used to attend or something like that. Um, but like in modern, a modern picture of the school where he used to attend. And, um, it turned out that the picture showed some footage of some Igloo brand. I don't want to drink too much C4 because I don't want to be like needing to poop. Um, <laughs> on the road um I don't want to have to pull over before I get to the gym so basically yeah um igloo you know igloo those um big kind of like sturdy lunch lunch boxes and so he noticed that you know there were some of those in the picture and some of the viewers were asking in the comments you know aren't aren't you know aren't those considered worldly because they're plastic and they're some like other name brand thing and he mentioned you know as much as the Amish do and I'm not I'm not knocking Amish I'm just saying like you can apply this to a lot of religions so I don't really want to just be like oh like the Amish are so flawed like I grew up in a religion that did this you know I you know even when it comes to politics people do this kind of stuff it's like they kind of bend the rules that are the original rules to kind of make their own rules um, for something convenient, uh, something of convenience for themselves or for their own group. And so that's not uncommon, but he refers to it as like hypocrisy. I'm not saying that's not the right word, but <clears throat> I'm just saying he refers to it as <laughs> hypocrisy and you know, is this the right direction? Cause this doesn't look like the way it came. mentioned that yes you know um the Amish do you know refer to themselves as being self-sufficient you know if you ask an Amish person a lot of times they'll say they're self-sufficient that they're not really relying on anyone but their own selves right but then when you take things like the stuff that they have the stuff that they do um what happens oftentimes in those settings is there um, sometimes like making up it's like this method of like making up rules or making up laws um, <clears throat> so yeah people were questioning that non-Amish people who were looking at the footage were like why are there like igloo lunch boxes you know because they're made out of plastic and like you know the kids would carry them to school for the, with their foods and stuff and yeah people were questioning that like why are they allowed to use those you know they're not made out of wood they're not handmade they're made out of plastic and you know Eli Yoder goes on to explain 
like okay they're made out of plastic and um uh they're basically for people to um they're made out of plastic for people to you know just use you know convenience and he mentions you know the Amish also use cloth and fabric that's made out of non-Amish factories like they'll buy stuff at Walmart that's pre-made like that they'll buy supplies like nails or whatever for construction sites and like some places they'll use non-handmade tools or not even if it is like a hand like a man-powered person-powered hand tool that doesn't use any electricity or batteries like say like a two-person saw they're not building these saws they go to a store and they purchase the saw you know the wheels that they use for their buggies I mean I think that they do make their own buggies maybe they make their own wheels but the supplies they get to use these things are from you know stores in the United States or if they live in another country you know they're getting supplies um, from whatever country they're living in so they're self-sufficient in a way but not fully self-sufficient and he mentioned you know unlike you know maybe traditional people who use who live a very very traditional um indigenous lifestyle they would actually be considered um as um, they would be the ones who are actually considered um you know, self-sufficient because they use, like, sheep skin, animal skins, hides, um, to make their, you know, their tools, their instruments, that kind of thing, their clothing, versus going to the store and buying it just because it's, like, a non-technologically advanced thing, but still it might be made by, like, a, a a company. They're not making it themselves or they're not buying it from other tribal people were making it themselves now i wonder this is just a question i have um i'd have to study this again but um i apologize i'm eating this stupid perfect bar um would the amish be considered a tribe um i mean I've heard people use that term kind of loosely. Now, no, I know that clans usually have to be like a biological lineage. Um, but no clans and tribes are the same thing. But it's like technically Amish for the most part. I think they're kind of biologically like they don't state that they're biologically like born Amish but it's like they don't really have like like Judaism for example yes they're tribal they can trace their lineage back um and to become a Jew you're born you have to be born into it technically like less yes religiously you can convert to being a jew but um that's religiously religiously you can can convert to becoming a jew but um yeah that's just um how things work um as far as your your religion um 
I mean, as far as like your birth, um, but yeah, you can, you can technically convert, right? So it's like, I don't know how that works because like, I feel like Amish people, you technically do have to be like born Amish, you know what I mean? It's like, um, you're born to Amish people. I mean, you can convert, but I feel like the Amish denom—I guess they're still technically considered a denomination of Christianity, right? Um, even if they don't really follow the Bible for the most part, I mean, they believe in God and they believe that Jesus is the Son of God, but they kind of have their own rules that have nothing to do actually with the full Bible. And, you know, according to Eli Yoder's explanation, they're just like, they're more extreme with it, but I would say they're like many religions that kind of have a method of making up their own kind of traditional kind of laws of the land. Like even Adventists, when you know, if you live in the South, like, I've, I've met Adventists from the South, and I've talked about this before. I've met Adventists who are from the Bible Belt, and they weren't allowed to shower. Like, there's this, there, like, it wasn't uncommon to know Adventists in LA that don't, um, not that don't shower, but it's, it wasn't uncommon to know Adventists in LA that don't, um, how would you call it? That don't... I'm blanking. Sorry, guys. It's not uncommon to, to meet Adventists in LA uh, that don't cook on the Sabbath. You know? So they'll meal prep for, like, anything you're gonna eat from any time between Friday sundown... Friday sundown to Saturday sundown um like even if you're gonna eat after sundown you can't start cooking before sundown like you'd have to have the meal already prepared I'm passing LAX right now and it's a mess I'm passing the the Lyft and Uber uh pickup area off like century oh my gosh okay so yeah, basically, yeah, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily, dang, I missed Imperial Highway, alright, so you wouldn't necessarily, um, sorry, I'm trying to pay attention to traffic, and now I'm is good i don't want to be more distracted by recording than i am by driving but if i got almost an hour to drive i'm gonna record guys i'm sorry uh it's a messy recording but um it's a better waste of it's a better a better waste of my time it's a better use of my time than sitting in traffic and listening to the stereo or whatever i'd rather do something a little productive and fun for myself um that was kind of a motivating factor for me um, but yeah, I'm gonna eat this last bite of this perfect bar while I'm sitting in traffic. Um, okay, there's one extra bite, but this will be my last bite, so I'm not gonna be recording while eating so much right now. Sorry about that, guys. I do apologize, but I, I'm going to the gym. I'm headed straight to the gym. It's about a... 40, 50 minute drive from where I started, so I'm trying to hydrate, get my pre-workout, get my meal in, so that I don't have to waste like a 30 minute gap, it'll all kick in once I'm there, and I'll be set and ready to, ready to rock and roll. Ah, this is 105 East, that's why we're sitting in traffic, we're gonna take Highway 1. Need to get out of this lane. Bro. Let me over. Let me over. 
everybody's merging opposite. Like, everybody's merging. Okay, well, I might just stay whichever direction I can. I might be, I might get on the 105 anyways, because I can't get over. Um, I'll let you over, homie. Oh, you don't need over anymore. Alright. Um, at least the lights are on on this side of the tunnel. Going through the tunnel. Alright. So. My goodness. Y'all move. Move, y'all. Move. Alright. Let me merge. Do not cut me off. Alright. We're good. Better stay on Highway 1 and not taking the 105. Um. Alright. So let me gather my thoughts a little for a little second here. So, yeah. So he was explaining all the worldly the explanations about what's worldly. Um, and yeah, like I was saying, like I'm not trying to single out the homage. I just found it really interesting. It was just an interesting point because I was like, I've never really thought about that too much because I did, you know, like I've studied Amish culture a lot, like you guys know. I'm not Amish. My folks were raised around a lot of Mennonites. Um, so I know somewhat about Mennonite culture just because they went to the Mennonite college um, in the Midwest. But I don't really know any Mennonites that actually I know one person uh, who knows my dad. But I don't know if she is a Mennonite or was a Mennonite. I don't really know. So, yeah. I I have said, okay, so when it comes to you know, religions making stuff up, you know, there's kind of like a process to it. So there's usually like an original book, right? An original scripture of some kind, right? Um so for Christianity, most people know, you know, the Bible is the Christian book. But not all Christians have the same Bible. Um, now, Amish, I believe the Amish refer to themselves as Christians. I, I don't think I've heard them state that they're something else. I believe they're considered Christian. I don't know if I've heard them say it or other people say it. Hmm. But I believe Amish, um, Jehovah's Witness, um, Latter-day Saints or Mormons or Fundamentalist Latter-day Saints. I don't know which of those are Mennonites, uh, Mennonites, um, yeah, but those types of groups, I I'm not a hundred percent sure if they consider themselves Christians. I I always had the understanding that they did, but they all do kind of have their own Bibles of some sort. Um, and the Amish haven't like a an old. I don't know if it's called Old German. They have like Old German scripture bible I believe so I'm not sure what it's called I'm kind of uh, unfortunately blanking on this but I think I think that's how it is I think that's what happens I think that's what I, th I think they're still considered Christians I don't know if Amish state that they're Christians or if other people state that Amish are Christians, but that was always my understanding is that Amish are considered Christians, either by themselves or by others. But I, I think by both they are, uh, even though they have their own rules and their own other books and they kind of do their churches differently and they don't necessarily like the way they live their life isn't like any other Christian group. Like, other than the, the fact that they go to church on Sundays. So they go to church on Sundays, but I, from what I understand, it seems to be every other Sunday. And the method that they do it... 
Because, I mean, I was raised Adventist, and Adventists don't go to church on Sundays. Like, even Easter Sunday, I feel like like Adventists almost strategically never had a service at a church on a Sunday, even for Easter Sunday, even though it was celebrating Easter specifically. Or if Christmas was on Easter, or they were doing the Christmas play on Easter, on, sorry, if Chris, if, yeah, I'm trying to say Sunday, not on Easter. Christmas is never on Easter, I don't know. I'm tired, guys, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I don't think, I just don't know, I, I, I'm gonna have to research some of this stuff out, but yeah, I do think Amish are Christians, but... I mean, the reason why I'm saying that is because they have their own book. Like, they do believe in God and Jesus, his son. Um, but as far as what they do in their churches, it doesn't... See, from what I heard, at least with... with um, I think it was Eli Yoder explaining in his Swartz and Schubert strict group. For church, they... Um, for church, the, oh my gosh, these people are going to crash. Jeez. I just watched one person just scale like four lanes of traffic. And then right after that, somebody else just cut off the other guy who was trying to speed. (sighs) Goodness. But anyways, all right. So... I always wonder, I always just hope that they don't swerve into me. That's why I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm like five cars behind the people in front of me right now. Like, I don't even want to be around anybody right now. I'm like, y'all are hangry right now with your lunch breaks and all that. Got some road rage. I'm staying away. Um, but yeah, like Eli Yoder was explaining that, you know, at the church services that they had every other Sunday, it was by memory. So the um, the preacher would have to memorize scripture in German to preach it. Um, they didn't open the actual German Bible in their service. And so it was by memory. They, they taught by memory. They didn't have books in their actual service they weren't reading from the actual bible and i don't know if their german bible is different from the other typical like new revised standard version king james version new international version i feel like all those versions of the bible are they're still different from one another but those are some of the more common uh bibles but then jehovah's witnesses have their own uh protestant compared to Catholic Bibles, the Catholic Bibles are different. I know the Catholic Ten Commandments are different than what it is in the Protestant Bibles. Most Protestant Bibles don't have the Apocrypha. And I don't know any other religions that use a German, an old German language Bible. It's not even like translated into German, you know what I mean? Like for like the people who live in Germany right now. It's not like a modern translation of German. This is like old German that people don't even speak in Germany so but they said that it's uh I've heard from when the Amish talk about modern German language they say that they can understand it and English is actually a Germanic language like a lot of people say it's like Latin based but it's a Germanic language and so um I don't know how close old English is to old German I don't really know. I would love. I would love to know. Like I would love to study this kind of stuff, but I, I do not need to refocus my attention. Maybe one of these Saturdays when I'm like binge studying something, like when when I have one of my my Saturday, you know, cultural study sessions or whatever. Um, maybe one of those days I'll I'll decide if I can study that because to me it's very interesting um yeah so yeah that's kind of what that's kind of how I see it but I don't really know guys like so I'm wondering 
And I'm curious to know, I think this guy behind me has the same idea, like nobody's, we're not tailgating anybody. Um, I'm curious to know kind of what it is that, um, that people, uh, what people think about those types of topics, but yeah, when it comes to the Amish and their their rules, he mentioned, you know, Eli Yoder mentions, you know, sports intruder is different from Beachy, is different from New Order, New Order, um, Old Order has Old Order has multiple groups uh, with different names, and then. Swartz and Truber, I think, are the most strict of all of the types of Amish. They are old order, but they're, like, the strictest of the old order. And then the new order are more modern, but they're still not modern compared to, like, most of America and most of the modernized world. Um, so, yeah, so... I I'm curious cuz it they say that that the that the rules are different for each Amish community. And so every Amish group pretty much um Pretty much every Amish group has its own, uh, every Amish group has its own, um, freaking A, what do you call it? Uh, like its own main sets of rules. And he mentioned the reason why there are so many different communities. Like, you can be, for example, beachy Amish, but if if you might live in a beachy Amish community, and then there might be a beachy Amish community five miles in one direction, eight miles in the other direction, ten miles in the other direction, three miles in the other direction, and they might all be different. And he mentioned because they likely split off, what, hap- what happens is that they split off into different groups and they and they start to make their own group so he gave an example so an example could be like you know some work gloves that he held up you know and he was like you know there's some like leather kind of work gloves that you you could buy like a walmart or something some name brand leather work gloves so he's like okay say i go and i get these work gloves right and um yeah, say I go and I get these work gloves, and I, um, yeah, I, I get the work gloves, and I'm, um, you know, trying to, uh, you know, you know, say it's forbidden you know in the group that I'm in I don't know about beachy Amish enough to really even say but I'm just giving you an example say if it was beachy Amish and they're like you know in this one community the the original community in one area let's call it Kentucky I don't know I'm making this up let's say they live there and they're like okay there's this area there's this there's this uh, beachy Amish living in this one area of Kentucky I've heard about them living in Florida. I don't know if they live in Kentucky, but whatever. We're going with the example. And then they're living there and, you know, there's something that they're, you know, they have their ordnung. And so what happens in Amish groups and specifically if this, with this example, that's a fake example. If it was that, that specific Amish group, they would all have this ordnung that would have been from this original beachy Amish community in, in Kentucky. And they have this ordnung. They're all, you know, 
influenced by this ordinung for the for everything for the the length of the brim on their hat is their hat straw or is it is it black is it like raw straw color you know does it have like a one of those like ribbon things around it does it not like are they allowed to kind of you know have buttons and lay down collars you know do they have a full button down shirt or do they have suspenders do they have one suspender do they have belts do they have loops for belts do they have you know uh are they allowed to wear sneakers or boots um are they allowed to wear sneakers that have colors other than black or white or you know or other than flip-flops you know are they allowed are the women allowed to wear dresses that have pink like a solid pink or a solid blue or a solid purple or is purple forbidden or whatever like all these kind of rules can be different from any group so let's say that there's a beachy amish original group that isn't this original group in kentucky in this fake example isn't allowed to use those leather gloves for work and then the women are allowed to have a solid colored dress but they can't wear purple and they can't wear uh red and let's say for this fake example you know there's some people in the community that are like you know i want to have a red dress and or a purple dress and i want to have um you know i want to be able to use leather modern work clothes and so those people might branch off move 10 miles out of that community start a new community in kentucky they're still considered beachy amish but they re they make a new ordnung they have a new ordnung for their new group that includes that they're allowed like after the the baptized the baptized members vote they choose if they're allowed to you know vote to to have the leather gloves the purple dresses and the red dresses now they're still considered beachy Amish for whatever the reasons are that they're considered beachy Amish they wouldn't be Swartz and Truber they wouldn't be some other group they'd be beachy Amish for the reasons why they're beachy Amish but they'd be a different community with a different ordnung and um the Amish teachings state that they're saved by following the ordnung their salvation depends on following of the ordnung and so that was the part that that was most interesting to me is that belief that it's not what does the bible say it's what does the ordnung say and the ordnung people would have been maybe let's say there were 50 years where they were never allowed to use leather those leather work gloves never allowed to wear purple never allowed to wear red but now all of a sudden because the church members have voted on this new rule if they're following that they're saved to follow they're saved by following that now they can still do the original method of not having those other things but say if that original group goes and changes one other thing that the new community that's 10 miles away now doesn't have so say if they say you know you're allowed to have a i'm making this up you're allowed to have a flip phone outside of your house uh you can build a separate little unit you know 20 miles off your property 20 miles from your front door of your house not miles 20 feet from the front door of your house and you can as long as it's in a separate little shack you're allowed to spend total of 30 minutes a week on your flip phone without internet but you can use it for calls right um now the original beachy group that i'm making up they would not be allowed to do this 
that would not be allowed for them. They're not allowed to use this um, new cell phone. That would be a third BG Amish group. So they wouldn't be allowed to use the cell phone. Uh, but the, let's say that the new uh, flip cell phone group, that third group, let's say they're they're not allowed to use use the leather gloves or the or have red dresses or have purple dresses, but they're allowed to have those phones. But then the original group isn't allowed to do any of those four new things. But all of them would consider themselves saved if they're following the ordnung that they're beachy Amish states so I feel like what it seems like you and I could be wrong in this but what it seems like is you can do less of the stuff so say if you if you if you were of one of the original beachy of that original beachy Amish fake group in Kentucky that I've made up off the top of my head if you were from the original let's say if you were from that original group that means you wouldn't have if you never split off you would never have the flip phone in the little outdoor shack you would never have the red dresses never have the purple dresses never have the leather gloves so you would you would still be saved because you're still technically stricter so even if you move to any of those communities so long as you were following your original ordnung you know you're still technically saved so you can do like less of those new options but you can't add new things unless everybody has voted on it and I don't know if it's everybody or majority now one question I had that I might ask but I haven't had the time yet um I'm curious to know if the new people I'm curious to know if the new groups are um if the new groups are likely to um, like, I'm curious to know about the new groups. Um, I mean, they, they basically, um, decide what they can do based on their ordnung. And I'm curious to know from what I've learned about the pressure of, you know, the ordnung and the voting with the, with the members of the community, I'm curious to know, you know, do people get shunned for voting? Like, say, for example, if there's 100 people in in, in, this, in a group of beachy Amish, I'm making this up, it's fake. Um, say if there's 100 baptized members in a congregation and 50 of, uh, 55 of them vote no, we are not not for this new flip phone idea this is not what we want um but then 45 of them say yes we really want this flip phone but then they would lose the vote they lost because there's 45 versus 50 four, versus 55 people um and so they lost and so would they um be shunned or reprimanded or treated differently because they were part of the group that voted against the original ordnung even though it is part of the part of the group part of the of the of the way of you know changing the ordnung and you know if you're part of a vote and you're lose and you're a losing member, do you get shunned? Like, do you or do you have any negative repercussions at all? The reason why I ask that is because I've heard about stories of like people experiencing unfortunate uh, experiences of abuse and things like that, and when they speak out against it, or if somebody in the congregation who's baptized. Like Eli Yoder mentions, you know, there were times where his father would get shunned or reprimanded because he, um, because he would stick up for people. And it seems like in those congregations, people get shunned or reprimanded or just like 
treated differently or looked badly upon if they're kind of going against the grain. Um, So there's a lot of pressure to basically um, vote against victims, it sounds like, at least in some communities. I don't know how many communities, but at least in some communities when there's a case of abuse... Like, say if it's a, if it's a, a preacher who's abusing, you know, all the minors, like all the minors, everybody under 18, I mean, I don't know what minors would be considered in Amish culture, but let's say everyone under 18 is getting abused, um, in some way, like he, let's say that that preacher just shouts and yells and, you know, makes makes the youth do way more work and, you know, treats them really poorly just because they're underage and makes them do more labor and lies on them and does all this stuff and it's just abusive and everybody knows it. Um, and then somebody brings it to the attention of the congregation and wants to have some kind of a vote to vote him out. Um, but it would have been like that's not good right that's not like I don't think that would be like holy or good for a a preacher right it's not holy or good for a preacher to be abusive or for anybody to be abusive but you know it sounds like the preachers might get protected because there's pressure to let the preachers or other people to let people get away with stuff even if it is abusive or illegal or disgusting, they're allowed to get away with it because there's pressure. Even if people are like, this is wrong, like, yeah, you wouldn't want this happening to your kids or to your young brothers or sisters. You wouldn't want this this gross person abusing, abusing others that you care for, yet, you know, you might vote for them to stay in power just because you don't want to be the only one or one of the few that stands up for the rights of the people who are being abused and so there are cases and I don't know how many um I don't I I mean I'm trying to be careful here because I don't want to be like oh let's romanticize and protect you know because the Amish are so pure and perfect let's romanticize and protect them and then um I don't want to be like down with this religion that's so terrible you know because they're abusive and all this like every religion has abusive sick disgusting people in it so I don't want to be singling them out it's just because you know, just because I've studied something on them, I don't want to say they're better or worse than anybody else. Like, I don't feel like any religion or political group, anything that has any strong emotional ties to beliefs, I don't think it's uncommon to have people who take advantage. And I'm not saying I agree with people taking advantage, but I'm just saying I don't think that that's rare. Unfortunately, I don't think it's rare. So, um, I don't want to I don't want to speak to something and make it sound like, like it's something that it's, that, you know, that it's not. I don't want to make them sound like, oh, they only did it once every 10 years and they never found cases. It sounds like more and more cases are coming forward, but then I don't know the percentage. And then I also don't know enough about the culture. I wasn't in it and it sounds so, um do you call it it's it's so different from what I know about you know from what I'm used to because I wasn't raised in a in a religion that was like this so I mean there are definitely some similarities and overlap for sure um but yeah with the Amish there's definitely a lot that you know I've taken a lot of excitement to learn about so like, I like learning about it. I like talking about it. I try to talk about it so that it's, like, so I can tell if I've learned it or not or if I'm learning it. Um, nice. My phone's now charged, like, 74% because I kept it on low battery while driving and charging. I'm sorry, though, you guys. I know this recording is not going to sound very loud, 
there's gonna be a lot of background noise with the car and the air conditioning and all that kind of stuff but I didn't want to waste almost an hour of time about an hour of time you know just sitting in the car um, that's, that's one thing about LA that I'm just like this isn't even high traffic hours I specifically left my house I started leaving the door around like 9 35 a.m. right now it's 12 sorry it's 1 18 p.m. so there was traffic on the way and there was traffic on the way back and these aren't even considered traffic hours like if I if I were to tell anyone in LA that I was in traffic today they'd be like this was not traffic you know that I'm just driving like on a normal Friday late in the day late late afternoon late daytime early afternoon time I'm driving and there's some tra it's congested a little bit but this isn't considered traffic out here it's not going to be traffic till probably once the schools get out where am I going this isn't the right lane um oh shoot this is the right lane whoops pedestrians and the cars and everybody but yeah guys um I think there's an awakening happening with religions I've noticed a lot of people are being brave to come forth I love seeing people talking about cults lately that that's such a such a popular topic I mean I hate the negative like gross stuff that's like ugh, like that's nasty there's some negative stuff that these people are just abusive and gross I not everybody but there are like it only takes one right like you don't need that many people to be abusive and gross for it to be like ugh, this is nasty but I don't want to just be like religions are all bad or whatever like it's humans you give some humans a little bit of power and control and they go whack a whack a wackadoo you know they they can't handle it you know and a lot of those people have been abused I'm not trying to make excuses for them at all but it's like some of them don't know better some of them think that they're doing the right thing and then others of them they're just disgusting people that know that they can get away with things and so they do what they want to do the way they want to do it and it's gross but um it's the best thing I think is that there's awareness because that's the best thing so all right i'm about to get to the gym let's see if there's parking i gotta get a parking pass good spaces right now so we're good 
The other day I skipped the gym because when I came in, I couldn't find a good spot, so I just left. I don't know. Dang it. That spot's taken. It was this compact spot I wanted to drive into right at the door. Put my big old SUV in this spot that's not even... I'm not a compact car, but we're gonna do it. Can you get a ticket for parking in a compact spot when you're not compact? I'm trying to park nicely. Right. Anyways, that's gonna be it for now because I'm just getting to the gym. I'm all charged up. 77% charge. That's good enough for today. I'm going to get on with it, guys. Sorry for the messy episode, but I hope you liked it, and I hope you can hear it fine. I'm going to go get it, get in a workout for, like, let's see if I can push to an hour, as close as I can to an hour. Thanks for listening.